0: fishing with mitch peterson josh sheldon and brad qualley leading you to the next level
1: everybody welcome back to all eyes on fishing you know we got something uh we want to talk about because it's happened now with our colorado walleye trail um the last couple times that we've been out where there's been a tougher bite but it's the time of year when Really, you typically have like phenomenal bites. You know, when we're when well, you're talking phenomenal right now, still. I mean, everywhere, almost everywhere oh, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I except mean, for where we just were. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you know, like Midwest type areas, like you know, like Nebraska, Colorado, Kansas. When you get to that mid-May June for walleye, it's usually it's usually on. It's usually on. Yep, it's on. Yep. You, yeah, on. And um, so we have a couple lakes up in northeastern Colorado that. Are typically just phenomenal. I mean, we put out these lakes. We'd even talked to guys the year before because we fished them, but we want to make sure we we're nailing it that fished it a lot, right? And they're like, dude, you guys, it's a perfect time. Perfect. Mm-hmm. This is when yeah. we should be here. And mid May uh, for the one like jumbo. And second week, first week? Yeah,
0: just this last weekend. So, yeah, first, so the, basically, first weekend. Yeah, like the June. 11th of June is yeah. when it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, barely after the first week. Of June at North Sterling Reservoir. And uh, I'm telling you, both of them had tough bites. And that's what we want to talk about is, you know, just because the time is time of the year historically, there can be good bites. What affects that? Why? Can it send it, sends go it from, into the tank? Yeah. What, because we experienced it. Now, our guys still, they're good sticks, right? They went out there and still caught fish. But we're talking where you would normally go out and anticipate 100 fish days. Yeah. At least 40, 50 fish days, yep. right? Yep. You know, even, but um, 40, 50 fish days, pretty much multi-different presentations, whether you want to cash, jig, you know, blade Bottom bait, bounce, whatever you troll, want to do. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And with
0: plenty of good quality fish mixed yep. in those 50 yes, fish. Yes. You know, yes. 20, 20 inches yep. out or even bigger, you know.
1: So that's what we want to talk about. What are some things that can affect that? Because everybody goes out there. I mean, how many times you go out there? How many times you talk to people or they email us so and like, yeah, but it was tough.
0: Yeah, Yeah, bite is
1: tough. It's still fishing, right? Right. But there's a lot of times when you can kind of hedge that bet this time of year when you're in that, you know, low 60s up to mid 70s. It's just phenomenal. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's reasons for that. But why did we, why did they struggle? I mean, they still, like I said, they still caught fish, but why? What happened? And, you know, fishing tournaments for the last 20 plus years, we've all got to experience that several times, talked to several people and kind of figured out some things that you can do. Uh, To still catch fish, but don't anticipate the 50, 60, 70-plus fish a day for your boat. Right, right. You can still get them, though.
0: (laughs) You can still get them. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. I tell you, it, it was it, in a way disappointing because, you know, it, we've, we've got these weekends, the, the dates locked up and stuff and all this excitement, everybody's excited for it. And and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you know, you show up and the, everybody's having a hard time, you know, even catching and pre-fishing and stuff. And it's like, well, what's going
1: on? Um, yeah. And nothing changes. It doesn't change. Yeah. Like, you know, and there, there's funny, this. there's some anglers that are like, yeah, I love tough bites. Me and you yeah. are typically yeah. like that. Yeah. We like going to a lake that's a tough bite yeah, because yeah. it forces you. Let's say you have 10 different techniques that you're pretty good at, you know, mm-hmm. that you can do. It forces you to use one of those 10 techniques. And if you're going a lot, a lot of times I've noticed in other fields, and I'm sure you have too, Josh, that a lot of guys are comfortable doing two, three, four things. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then when you have to step out and do something different, they're like, eh, now they're trying to learn it during a tournament. So we're like, mm, perfect. That's it, when I want you yeah. to try to learn it. Yeah. Well, there's guys that stumble into it, you know what I mean? Figure it out because they, they just have the natural ability to, you know, fish. They're just mm-hmm. good at it. Mm-hmm. But it also gives, I, we feel like we, when me and Mitch are fishing together, if the bite's a little bit tough, there's a front that comes in, we can talk about fronts. If we've had some, uh, you know, extra water coming in, you know, some flooding mm-hmm. or a decrease in water, we can usually try to figure that out. Usually we feel, maybe it's a confidence thing, we feel like we can do yeah. better because we are forced to, i kind of step out some of the box. It's still comfortable for us, but maybe not for others. So we, you know, that helps us. But how, how do you and Eric, Josh,
0: feel about it when you're going into a tough bite? Is it? It's, um,
2: I mean, I think it is. It's good. Well, it's good for a couple of reasons sometimes because, A, it's really hard to put two good days together.
1: That That is
2: true. So it is a big leveling. Even if you have a mediocre first day or kind of a crappy first day, um, a lot of times you can you have a better second day, and those guys who had a great first day, uh, they a lot of times
1: will tank. Well, and we can even, you know, it's funny you said that too, because we'll talk about this tournament we had last weekend where that happened exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, we'll get into that. Yeah,
2: more. we've seen it. Uh, the first uh, Glendale tournament we fished this year, we got up to pre fish. Uh, Eric had been up earlier in the week and uh, found a pretty decent spot, um, which we ended up fishing for both days of the tournament, um, and uh, caught us a couple of really nice fish, over, you know, 27. Um, and so we thought, okay, that's a, that's a good spot. I got up there Thursday and it was blowing and raining sideways and cold and spitting hail and snow and everything else. And, um, went back to the big fish spot, caught another one over 27 immediately. So we left, got the hell out of there. Right. We wanted to check it because of the crappy because it was supposed to be forecast crappy Thursday and Friday, huge winds, 35, 40, 50, 60 mile an hour winds at times. Um, on prefish, but then, uh, tournament days were supposed to be calmer and warmer and clear, pretty clear skies, like partly cloudy. So now you're going to have crappy prefish days. So it
1: makes you start thinking about, are my, my nice, prefish days are going to be completely different.
2: Completely different, right? And, and I have noticed, and I was told a long time ago by a, an old PWT pro that, um, the first day after a cold front is usually not as bad as the second day. Nothing is worse than the second day after a cold front and um so i i would say that that was probably correct i would say that i've seen that more times than not is yeah the second I've, and third day are
1: awful i've mm-hmm. read i've read that sometimes and there's been very few times to where that hasn't held true and i mean I, i'm talking how many times have we been out on the yeah. water you yeah. know because yeah. there's times where we're going anyway if it's second third yeah. day cold front even right. if tournament or not right we're gonna go because we scheduled to go Yep. You know, it beats sitting on the couch, so we're still gonna yep. go. And there's times, especially this time of year, yes. that even if you have fronts coming through, you can still make a pretty successful day. Maybe not a hard fish day, maybe right. not even right. sixty, but right. you can still get thirty. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can figure day. something right. out. Right. Well, and how many times have you guys I think it affects it more earlier? Or it might outside of those months. Yeah. It's just let's say those months May, June. Right? Yeah. That outside of that. Yeah,
2: you might be right. How many times have we fished, you guys fished uh pre-fished you get there on a cold front day which is thursday um and let's say maybe you fish but it's cold you don't fish a lot or you get blown off the lake completely friday it, the weather improves but it's one day after a cold front you have a decent pre day and you're thinking okay i can well you know like we had an okay day right and then saturday's a bomb and sunday's even worse
1: yeah, no, I'm saying that happens. Yeah,
2: but I mean, how many times I've seen like a lot, yep. right? Yeah, and, and I think that uh, you know, we
1: need to be able to dial in the weather. Yeah, adjust <laughs> yeah. the weather. We yep. need to find a lake that is consistent.
0: Yep, it's the biodome. Yep, like what I'm going to have over the nursery.
1: We can have that. Yeah, over right. Already. Exactly. You know how Perfect. big you'd have to have a dome? <laughs> <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> dome, make it retractable. Right? You
2: know what's the funniest? Uh, the, but the but the good a uh, good um, example of that is um the the cold front had started to come through on thursday um Friday was l- winds that were so strong it was unbelievable right We came in in four and five footers It was terrible you know all day and um Saturday was better weather. We did pretty well um and we're in the top twenty five teams. The top team leading it was at thirty seven pounds right which is like Lake Erie type weights right totally um the next day that same team only got like twelve pounds. That weighed thirty-seven, and we stayed consistent at around twenty-two, twenty-three pounds, um, and uh, it was amazing the difference. So we had a swing in the first—I don't know—first the top five or eight spots, all were different people from the first day.
1: Yeah, that's why you keep going.
2: And so, but it goes to show that the cold front affects. Uh, the fish in different ways and they affect them differently at different spots, right? Like sometimes the cold front it, it doesn't does, it totally affect does. trolling fishes. I, fish. I think it affects, I think
1: what it affects is just exactly what I was talking with before you got into that. It affects the what techniques people are comfortable with. So those, and I, right. I don't know because I'm guessing, I have no idea. No, what I agree. In boat, that's why you have just, to be so versatile. But that's, yeah, because we've done it so much and talked and been around so many different teams that. They just stick to their guns on that. Sure. And Absolutely. you're like, dude. And yeah. one of the teams um, that we'll talk about, North Sterling, completely changed their game day They blanked day one. Ended up, I don't know, like fourth, mm-hmm. third. Fourth, third. 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 Yes. Third. third after day two because they changed up their game that yep. they typically don't do and put it together
0: yeah second biggest basket of the whole tournament really yep.
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, so. and it's interesting how well and i think we saw a little bit of that at pueblo too i mean let, let's face it other than cherry creek which was probably one of the best early early bites we've had in a long time pueblo fish top
1: that's the first time we fished it that early yep i've been out there and fished it every year first since god was a teenager and that is a great time yep. to go out there yep. you're just you could have Probably problem is you get a foot of snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah it's yeah. almost... But Pueblo fish tough, Sterling fish tough, Jumbo fish tough. They all fish tough after that. Uh, and I don't know. I, You know, we we were kind of talking about before we, we started recording that it was due to maybe um, warmer than usual weather out there. Or, you know, uh, the water not being quite as high or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We. I'm not sure, 100% sure I... I would know well, what I, the I'll, reason was.
1: I think yeah. I, I think the one though that was obvious at North Sterling. Well, since that was just last week, is we we talked to some of the DOW guys there. And when we got on that lake, uh water temperatures right around 70 to 73, depends on where you're at. Pretty much the whole time we were there. And you know, usually right when you're getting to that high sixties, let's say sixty-nine, probably more around that seventy degree mark, you're gonna get your first shot shot catch, yeah. right? Well, Four weeks prior, maybe four or five weeks prior mm-hmm. that area water temperature was only sixty, yeah right, and that's surface temperature on the lake that's what the d o w guy was saying no. but they had like three or four days where it was nineties mm-hmm. so those shallow where those were those where those where those shad spawned shallow mm-hmm. warmed up, you know, and with the the vegetation that's there. It warmed up to that high 60s, low 70s, and they spawned. He mm. said they had... It was four weeks early on their shad spawn. Hmm. That, that, that's wild because... And the balls of bait fish that you typically would see July, right? August. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When we go out there July 4th and go fishing, you're starting to see pretty good bait balls. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I know you weren't there, but it looked like yeah. a July... First week of July bait. But here's bait. the
2: crazy part, though, is when we've been out there in July, when there is those bait balls, we still...
0: Have great fishing. Yeah.
2: So what made oh, no, oh, the I bait
1: know. balls? I I thought of that
0: too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, we, we're all talking about this bait. Like uh, thats the factor. But that—that that was the thing. Well, when we come in July, the bite's still good. There's a the water temperatures bite.
1: usually the mid 70s yeah. to 77. Yeah. That's got to be the difference. I don't
2: has to I, be. Bait is such an easy thing to blame it on because you see it. Well, and it's easy to say it was there at, when you're not the next.
1: Well, I know, but yeah. this would. You can almost say that that was one of the big reasons because we experienced it. The fish that we were judging looked like they were ready to pop. Because yep. they were so fat. Yep. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. All of them had stretch marks, Did
2: yeah. <laughs> It was, fat. It <laughs> or was more fat. More than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was all of them was a. <laughs> yeah. All of them was well, a trailer park I, mama in her I, fifth grade. I, I, I telling, talked to a yeah. local
0: up there, and he said that you know that they'd, they'd heard the shed had spawned early. So he, he went up. In the in the river, into the inlet. Yeah. And he said all the shad were up there and all the walleyes were up there. He could see them. Yeah. And it could not get them to bite because they're there to, for the smorgasbord. They
2: are, but it's like that in a lot of places when fishing is still good. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's, to me, that doesn't feel like it should. But I mean, what, like, what is the difference? We see it all well, the time.
0: you know, here, here's something I was thinking of is, is it the combination of m- multiple bait sources so typically sure. this is when all the invertebrates are you know the, the water temp's, coming yep, up and and, and the, that's why crawlers and leeches work so good mm-hmm. and okay so that's probably still happening just because the water temp seems yes, normal right it's still happening um, it was more stained than it typically is i don't know how that would really affect it but wow. maybe it's the combination of the early shad hatch and just this time of year where bait's so plentiful because it wasn't like we were catching all the perch and and oodles of drum and stuff that Crabby we usually burn and, yeah. through when we're, when we're, well, kids. and the and drum disappeared them, too. I didn't hear anybody no, saying they cut, caught the drum? Drum. Yeah. Oh, There was yeah. a bunch of people caught. Drum. Oh, did they? Okay. A bunch of people
1: did. Yeah. Those little bastards yeah. never stopped. Dude,
0: eating. they're just yeah. man, <laughs> what a, yeah. Very, really surprising. And when do they spawn? And, um, they have got
2: to be just up. They have got to provide a plentiful array of small fish for to get eaten out there, right? I don't know. I mean that those silver so the thing that was funny white though, fish got to get sold, right? Remember
1: mm-hmm. when we when we usually go out there July mid July that the school, the balls of bait fish though are you can drive like four football fields long yeah. of bait uh-huh. these there was four football fields worth of bait but they were pockets. It was just. Uh, like a boat length and you go boat length. I mean, there was, they were, they weren't these huge long slicks. How deep were they?
2: Were they from like five feet down to 20 feet? Were they big thick mm. ones or what they... was
1: it? it was probably five to 13. Yeah. Five yeah. to
2: 14. So, uh, decent. Size. But no, but yeah. not,
1: not the full all the way through. I'm just talking the different mm-hmm. balls of big right. fish that you'd see. Not the typical where it's, we did find a couple that were schooled up really good. Like it was a, you know, like a 60 yard swath mm-hmm. of just a solid, <laughs> solid bait, yeah. mm-hmm. but They hadn't quite got to that, uh, but they were getting chased around quite a bit. So, But here's the thing that's funny is is bait fish, like this is not always a bad thing to talk about the spring when we get out. You want to find the warmest water. Right. And you want to find the leftover bait fish in in the balls of bait fish because... Uh, the fish are really putting on their feed bags, so then we go look for them. Here, right. you're like, God dang, there's so much bait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
2: well, and how long does that last? How long does the bait effect last? Is it is it going to fish crappy all year, or I because they're used- going well, they're going to have another spawn. Right. Those shad spawn more than once, right. so they're going to have another one. Probably, I would guess within the next week or two.
1: They I, when I was looking it up, they I don't know. They said that they spawn through four to six weeks, so that might be where they don't double spawn. It's some spawn earlier, some spawn at the higher times. Maybe. I, I always thought they had two. They I always seems, they a like, a it seems like it because there's a billion of them, but I'd have to look that up because I'm not the. Expert That's why they're in
2: that. such a great bait fish is yeah. because they spawn a couple times a year and that fall, like you were talking about. That fall spawn, right? So, maybe maybe their next one, I, I guess they wouldn't spawn again now, but maybe their next one towards August, September. That was before well, that. Well, those are those ones we see when the ice comes off in March and April where there's still bait balls. Because mm-hmm. they're not, you know, they're probably not spawning under the ice. Well, and I
0: don't it's think not they, cold, they're not, not growing much either once no. that water temp gets cold no. and they're just... No. You know. Yeah,
1: I don't know enough about the the how they spawn. I mean, I know what the temperatures are that they spawn, and I know where they typically spawn. I don't know the cycle of that for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Uh, I just know it's usually right around now. And I know that um, our lakes around here, when you're talking mid-May, pretty much till the 4th of July, it's anything goes. And these two mm-hmm. tournaments, well, we had wind. The jumbo tournament, mid-May, it had been 70, 80 it degrees. It got
2: so cold right before then.
1: It was 31 degrees. Yeah. Well, Stuff was, was icing
2: up. Well, it snowed.
1: Yeah, well. You remember. Well, it well,
2: was No, it snowed here. It snowed fifteen inches. That was the, yes, it was. It, was. it snowed, yeah. not,
1: I was talking not at that lake. Yeah. It's yeah, no, here. not at that lake.
2: You guys didn't get the snow out there, but that's was graduation weekend. Yes. It was fifteen inches yeah. on my deck.
1: Yes, and we got there, which is two hours basically two, two and a half hours from Denver, northeast. Yeah. Um, we had frost. It was ninety or it was thirty one degrees. Oh, out, yeah, it was terrible mornings. cold. Yeah. It was a big cold yeah. front. Yeah. When it yep. had typically yep. been watching it, it'd been in the right around fifty. Yeah. You know, so that's a big thing. And windy. Mm-hmm. So that 31, Well, and that, I think everybody was bundled up yeah. this this time. Oh, it was, yeah. It was 99 to 101 when we fished this tournament. I think that's something to check,
2: to really look at too, is we've had a lot of wind this spring, which Windier mixes up ever. that water mm-hmm. a lot. And I think that's a big factor in all of this. This is too. the
1: windiest. I, I'm going to look this up because it seems like it's the windiest it's been in 20 years. April was not- as windy as March usually is. It,
0: it's like the windiest it's been since 1960. And did you
1: I, look it up? I know I heard that. Okay. I was a just. A few weeks ago on the radio. I was just guessing because it's oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Yep. Yeah. No, it was. I and think And no that rain. Usually we have an evening
2: rain or a every lot day. of snow, right? But we no, had good I'm snow in mid, March, no at snow in April. the end of May
1: all the way through June, you usually have those. Afternoon, 15, 20 minute showers. Yeah. yeah. We've had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. just a weird pattern. Well, there's a show. lot of, lot of things different. I don't,
0: who knows where this in the, in the cycle comes into, it, but like, there's heat units in ag, you know, plants mm-hmm. need a certain number of heat units to, to germinate and then grow and blah, blah, blah. Well, we could see it with the weed growth. Like it's yes. it's sterling especially. It's different. Way, way, way under different. You know, way Same thing you normal. talked
1: about it out at Glendo. Yeah, just Glendo way the, the way yeah. it's not of the nearly
2: wind. as high as they, they are normally. Yeah, so. so just all those fat a lot of different factors.
1: So there is a lot of stuff that we're gonna talk about this on the next level. We'll go even go into some other stuff. How to but, combat this. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk about we'll talk more about wind, heat, cold fronts, you know, different changing water levels. Oh, we'll probably get more into debate bait fish. You know, like the, the shad hatch and things and how, how we over, have overcompensated for that, you know, how to, how to still catch fish. Right. So we'll go into that in the next level. There is a, you can still go out and get them. It's like I said, it's better than sitting on the couch. Right. Oh yeah. We but, better. Well, I don't know. Well, well, you you're gotta, not catching anything. a yeah, 101. Know, yeah. That kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, that does. <laughs> but you got to figure it to out, though. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And I know. Yeah. But it's still pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to take this over to the next level. We'd love to have you join us. Everybody, thanks for subscribing to the next level at aeof.supercast.tech. Um, we have a lot of fun doing this. Uh, email us any of your podcast suggestions. We get them. Um, we go through them. And a lot of times we use them as our podcast. And that's at fishing at gmail.com. Again, our podcast, if you want to take it to the next level, is aeof.supercast.tech. From everybody at All Eyes on Fishing, thanks. This has been All Eyes
2: on Fishing. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to The Next Level. And you can hear longer podcasts and more information on all of your favorite topics. And check us out at alleyesonfishing.com for apparel, blogs, and other information. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All Eyes on Fishing, leading you to the next level.